Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering Centaur World Season 2 in its entirety. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher who has just finished rewatching Centaur World for the, I don't know, fourth time, fifth time, something like that. And I am here with my co host, former student, and buddy for Fancy Frolicking, Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Howdy doodly, everybody. Ooh, so wibbly wobbly. Oh, you nobly Italy. Oh, Italy. That's a place, actually. Italy is a place. All my ancestors are from Italy, in fact. (laughs) But anyway. Congratulations. uh, No, I'm not sure, but okay. Thanks. Yeah, so we are going to cover Centaur World Season 2 today. We are doing our recap episode, which are always super fun. We're going to run through every episode from the season, from our least favorite right up to our favorite. We're going to talk about our least favorite and favorite songs, our least favorite and favorite titles. And we're going to have a great time. And at the end of the podcast, I have, I've prepared a poem. No, it's not a it's poem. A poem? But oh, it, okay. It's, it's not a poem. It rhymes though, right? No, no rhymes, unless there are accidental rhymes. I'm sorry. But I have prepared a, I don't know, I I don't don't know what I want to call it, an essay, a speech, a a, a eulogy to Showhopper's covering Centaur World, because this, I'm sad to say, is all she wrote for Centaur World on Showhopper's. We've covered the whole series. For now, but possibly forever. (laughs) (laughs) depending on this other season but yeah yeah yeah, most likely this is it so that makes me very sad and and so i have i have a lot of emotions that i want to express and i will do that at the end of the podcast so let's get let's just jump right into this we're going to do this a little bit differently than we did season one because we are much more aligned on our opinions in season two than we were in season one so we are going to rather than uh I talk about my least favorite episode for two minutes, and then Kurt talks about his least favorite episode for two minutes. I'm going to talk about my least favorite episode for two minutes, and then Kurt is going to have a chance to respond to that because guess what, folks? His least favorite episode is the same as my least favorite episode. And in fact, five of the eight slots are occupied by the same episode for both of us. So uh, when we get to those slots where we have some different occupants, where there is a little bit of parity among us, we will kind of snake our discussion like we did in season one. But for now, we are going to talk about number eight. And I'm going to start with my least favorite episode of the season. And ready to go Kurt, then? I'm ready to go. Will you time me for two minutes, please? Of course, Mr. Sal. Ready, set, go. My number eight episode of the season is season two, episode one horsatio we care beans this is the only episode that i gave a seven to in season two i don't dislike this episode i i think it's actually quite funny there, there's a lot of stuff that that does kind of crack me up about this episode i love the name bit i love i love horse pulling horsatio we care beans out of thin air and having it actually be a name that exists in the center world i think that's great uh, I, I like the tulip stepping. I think it's pretty funny. Uh, Melangela is a little much for me visually, although <laughs> if I close my eyes and listen, it's pretty funny. Uh, and I do, I do like that those parts of it. I love the the stuff with Stabby and Durpleton. This is where Stabby starts to really become endearing, uh, and knowing where Stabby eventually goes makes me appreciate all the Durpleton Stabby stuff even more uh so there's some good stuff but there's not the emotional punch that most episodes have Uh, there's not a lot that moves me in this episode other than maybe dribbleton's lullaby to stabby there's there's not a ton that makes me think about emotional intelligence and mental health and and when an episode doesn't stimulate those responses uh i i usually am going to end up giving it a relatively low rating so uh, it's not a bad episode but it only gets better from here folks so i'll stop there okay 138 all right so now kurt kurt your nice work that was not even close to two minutes but anyway (laughs) oh you you wanted to be short well no no i mean i i fine terrible job i agree that was (laughs) the 
very tough on yourself okay <laughs> so kurt your least favorite episode of the season was also horsatia wig hair beans so w- what would you like to add about it uh yeah i gave it a six i actually lowered it i didn't give it a seven in our episode but uh, in post i thought about it i really don't like it well it's because yeah there's no emotional stuff to me the only really good bit is stabby and dribbleton everything else i guess we learned a bit about ched's background a bit like mm-hmm. we knew he was part of this in some way and that that's uh, about as much as it really goes in depth series wide don't care for melangela centaur's tm whatever i'm not i'm not i'm not all that into it and yeah, the titles bad, eh, terrible title name no but uh, i don't care about <laughs> the um, i don't care about like the the the, the name because they pull the same joke twice right does a horse like two times come up with a name or is it just the one time no, two times. Yeah. Yeah. She came up what? with Melangelo's name, too. Oh, know, that's yeah. A, sure. that, that's like a page out of the Family Guy book. You do it until it's funny. You just keep doing the same thing over and over well, again. Well, twice it's is not, not enough. Twice is not enough oh. for it to be funny. Oh, okay. All right. So, no. Yeah. No. So, six. And uh, arguably, so this is, argu- this I, is I least- say, it's my least favorite of probably the entire series. I mean, because the, the pilot and uh, the second episode kind of get it like, I mean, they get more of a pass. I'm learning the characters. This one, I kind of already know our characters, and it's, it's, is that yeah? It's argue. It's worse than those. So yeah, six plus plus it gets the season premiere discount. The discount. Uh, season premiere. Listen, season premieres are different than pilots. Okay, premieres can be great. I can, I can like a good premiere. That's true. That's true. That's true. You, you are consistent with that. So, uh, but and I, th- I really believe you would. If if you went back and watched Tell a Rainbow Road and Fragile Things again, you would appreciate them much more now. I might. I, I don't. I don't know that you would appreciate this one any more than you already do. No, I don't think I would. <laughs> so, yeah, all right. Well, let's uh, let's move on to number seven. All right, Kurt. I need to time you for you. You're starting out with this one, so mm-hmm. let me get my clock ready and ready, set, go. So. Both mine and Mr. Sal's seventh ranked episode for the season. It's All Heard, All the Turd, which is the second episode of the season. So second episode, uh, second from our bottom of our list. I gave it an eight, eight out of ten. Uh, definitely better than the previous one. So that's that's a benefit, right? I think I I like kind of like the meta commentary of like their fans are in the universe. These bird tars are fans of our herd that we've been following, and you know all the little fan clubs, except for Wama Wink, which is also a funny bit. I like. Uh, I like the texting system, even though Mr. Sal might not. He's not all that into birds. Uh, Stabby's still in here. He's funny. So, like, the, basically, there's a lot of good comedy going on here. I enjoy it. Um, Bulema Baden, which I didn't realize he was in the episodes in the past. And I guess in the future, I mean, we'll see a bit more of him. I like him as a bit, you know, like, 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 it's your boy. I guess that's that's a lot later when he becomes that beast. But that's all good. That's all funny. Uh, where it does lack is just not still not a lot of, like, the emotional stuff going on. You know, I guess it's the beginning of Horse maybe feeling bad that she couldn't do it, but uh, she just commented on that. But maybe that's that, that, that's as far as it goes. So it's 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 enjoyable to watch. It's like candy. You know, it's sweet. It's 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 okay to watch, but it's not like there's not there's not a lot of big substance later on. Like later, I look back at this episode. The biggest thing I learned is like the bird tars, and that's about it. Nothing majorly story wise. So that's all. I in my time. 132. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I, you know, to, to piggyback off what you're saying here, I, the, this is another episode that just kind of lacks the emotional punch of most of the other episodes. Uh, but there, there is, a, there is stuff to latch onto here. And I, and I will tell you, for the longest time, this was my least favorite episode of Centaur World by a lot, actually. And watching it on um, this viewing really, and, and discussing it with you, really made me appreciate it a lot more than I ever had before particularly during the we've been watching you song just i i mean i just paused so many times to see what the posters were in the background what the signs were not posters the signs were that they were holding uh, and some of the stuff is just really great really funny uh the human world love club the fan art that they draw is a photograph of a horse i love I, I, that cracks me right up <laughs> Uh, you know, the, the ch- Ched heads have the handsomest mugs. They're actually mugs with the handsome face on it. Uh, you know, the, there, there's a, there's a lot of great stuff in that song that you don't get 
on your first watch through of that song, unless you're really picking it apart. So uh, my, my biggest knock on this episode is the, I mean, the, the message birds just, I, I just, that's your no biggest knock. For them. <laughs> well, yes. That and the, uh, the play stuff was all right. I didn't comment on the, the play stuff. The play stuff was fine, but there's not, this is mostly a recap episode. So there's not a lot of advancement of, really anything here so other than you know horse is really down on herself for not being able to recruit anyone to the war to the army so mm-hmm. all right yep I, I think we can move on right yeah certainly right, and it's my turn to start let me just take a quick sip of my ricola water wow okay. mm. <laughs> delicious ricola water was that was that good, good mr Sal? was that good ricola it's, it's, water it's delicious and good for the throat Oh, okay, that's good. Go on I, love, you I, love, throat. I love Ricola, but it dehydrates me. See, so I, I dissolve some Ricola in water and then I get the Ricola as I'm hydrating. I don't know. I don't even know what Ricola is. I was just oh, oh. So it's like an herbal know. herbal cough drop. An herbal cough anyway. drop. So it's a cough drop. Yeah, but it's not like a menthol cough cough drop. It's like herbs. Okay. It's, they're they're really good. Wait, anyway, so you're just eating some herbs. M- <laughs> we are not going to continue <laughs> advertising for Ricola for free now. If Ricola well, like lunch of the herb, though, right? Like, I'm, what, <laughs> we're bad. Like advertising coffee. Like, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> if, Ricola, <laughs> if Ricola would like to pay us to advertise for them, we'd be happy. Wait, is that, to a, is that. that a brand or is that a? Yeah. Oh, it's a brand. Oh, okay. I thought that was like a little herb. Okay. No, okay, it's it's a brand. Know. Like, okay. Uh, yeah, we don't want to. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. Okay, well, so I that's enough. Yeah, that's, enough, that's enough free advertisement for Ricola. For let's move yeah, on Ricola. to yeah. let's move on to number six. Okay, Mr. Sal, you ready to go? Yep. Okay, ready, set, go. My number six rated episode, and also Kurt's, is episode six, The Ballad of Becky Apples. Now I give this episode an eight. Kurt can talk about what he gives the episode, but for me, I miss the music a lot. I miss Centaur World a lot. Uh, th- there's a lot I miss about this episode, but that doesn't make it a bad episode. It's a really good episode. It's just, I, I just miss stuff. Uh, getting to know Ryder separate from Horse is a delight. Uh, Ryder becomes a character that I find amusing and endearing, very entertaining. Uh, so I, I, we get to see Ryder express emotion for Horse, which we really haven't gotten to see except when she's with horse. So, so that was really a pleasure. Becky apples, it, that character is just hysterical and really just a fun, fun character. Uh, it's great to catch up on what's going on in the human world, but it ends up uh, toward the bottom of my list here and uh, sub nine rating mostly because I missed the music and there's still not a ton of emotional intelligence, mental health connections here. Um, you know, it's a good side plot to fill us in on what's going on in the human world. Uh, but again, I'm, I'm still looking for that punch, that emotional punch uh, that, we, that we're going to get from the, some of the episodes we'll talk about later. So I'll stop there. 127. Very short. Mm-hmm. Too That's short. Fine. That's fine. Listen, in theory, these are only 20-minute episodes. So really, we should only be having a meta in theory. Oh. But oh. half the time, <laughs> half the time. But, you know, who's keeping track? I guess us, but we are. Anyway, us, yeah, no, but anyway, uh, yeah, I I agree with everything you said. Uh, music, I don't miss as much, but I still do miss it. I gave it a low nine. You gave it a high eight. I guess I don't know if you gave it a high eight. Yep. By your yeah, high eight, right. I gave it a low nine. Uh, I have some annoyance. My my big annoyance is of why I gave it a nine though as well, or uh, so a low nine is at this point. I'm still annoyed that I haven't seen the woman. Okay, <laughs> like this is started bothering me. Like, where is she? Like, come on. And oh, we talked about it in the episode, so we don't have to rehash it. And I guess you did get some points like, well, we can't put it too soon because we can't put it before some other episodes. I wish we had gotten to know writer sooner in the season. Okay. Than, than now. Uh, okay. My own thought, but there you go. So those, 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 those are my little bits. But it's still, you know, there's still some humor in there. I obviously already said like the, the Baden thing, but. He turns mm-hmm. into, this is where he turns into his beast form. That's funny. Uh, Becky Apples. Yeah, she's really funny. Uh, curious now to rewatch it with the general. See if there's anything ah, yes. like cool there. But 
uh can i ask you is there something cool there like anything like going back and watching it like is there something like you pick up on or well i, I mean or? just the idea that he's he's never going to kill the nowhere king mm-hmm. right so so he decides in this episode it makes it yeah it makes sense why he doesn't want to like figure out oh well, we got to fall back like we gotta right yeah yeah he says we're going to take up a defensive position now yeah. right and and so like it it takes water baby showing up and his troops deciding they're they want to do it for him to make that call because otherwise he's not going to go after the nowhere king so Mm -hmm. i mean he did lose a battalion but you kind of wonder if it would have mattered would he have actually or did did he do everything he could have when he was on that mission i see what you're saying okay yeah fair yeah i see yeah it definitely does change his um his decision making yeah and i guess it, it gives more rationale behind it he's not just worried about his troops he's, he's worried about himself mm-hmm. ah, fair enough well that's enough on that then i'm, I'm ready All for right. oh well, i guess we better move on to number five thank you very much mr town for what just for uh, oh sorry no that's in post my bad yeah never mind <laughs> you didn't, we didn't hear that never mind okay well <laughs> ready set go my fifth ranked episode, so is Mr. Sal's, is the fourth episode of the season, Holes Part 3. I gave it a 9 out of 10. It is, I mean, I, I enjoy the Moltars. I like, so, okay, let's talk about what I like. I like all these, uh, what's it, Holtars, right? Is yep. that what they call the brand? Yeah, so I like all the Holtars. You know, they've got a bunch of them. They all, this, like, you know, legal stuff they go through. We get the um west covina which by the way we never saw again i predicted we would we didn't so that's unfortunate but west covina was pretty funny we saw gary again that was funny uh the tail we know the tail was the first time never mind darn no tail that's stupid that that's an annoyance now actually and mr <laughs> tail uh the transformation of stabby is really good this is a huge matter so that, that's great uh songs they're okay in this episode i mean the uh, Becky Apple's one probably notably is pretty good, but they have some catchy ones like Glendale's and Stabby's and Dripleton songs. Cute, like they've got good songs, good that uh, emotional stuff. The the Dripleton and Stabby stuffs where I think most of the emotion lies for this episode. But obviously, there's still horse and um her um strife with not feeling uh, useful, and this is where kind of comes to head. I mean, next episode she'll be in a hole and whatnot, so she's upset that Wama recruited the whole Tars and that she kind of. You know, she really needed that uh, thunder, I think is how they put it, or lightning or something. So in any case, that, I think that, I think that's all I'll say. Stabby's honor students, and I'm glad to uh, know that. So I had my time. I'm 36. Okay. Yeah, it's she really needed a win. Win. Yeah. Yes. Which, uh, and that to me is uh, the Durpleton Stabby stuff, along with the Wamo and Core stuff. Uh, those are the emotional cores of the episode that... Well, I, I picked Wamawink as my favorite character in this episode, and and, and a lot of that is because nah. uh, <laughs> uh, because of the, the realization <laughs> at the end there uh, that she may have done to Horace exactly what she is accusing Jeffica of having done to her, even though Jeffica didn't actually do anything. Yeah. Uh, but you know, she, recognizing that you know what, my friend really kind of needed a win there, and I stole her thunder. That's that's the way she phrases it. So uh, th- that's excellent. The the transformation of Stabby is so special to me. I, I Stabby ends up being like just such an endearing. Oh yeah, character. one of my favorite characters in the series. I love Stabby, and 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 you know Stabby makes Durpleton like I mean orders of magnitude better than he uh-huh. was in season mm-hmm. one, and that's so, why he's my favorite character for that episode. Uh-huh. As it should be. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I, I very well within your rights to pick Stab. <laughs> and by the way, this the Becky Apple song is, I think, probably the funniest song in the series, and one of my favorite songs in the series. Mm, okay, I'm taking notes for later. Okay. I'm sure you are. Okay, but we can we can move on if you want. By all means. Okay. Well, I guess we'll have to move on now. This is where we're going to start to snake the order here folks because uh for episode for our rankings for our fourth place third place and second place rankings kurt and i do not have any that line up although these three episodes 
are the same for us. They're in a different order. So we are going to snake this a little bit. So I'll talk about my number four and then Kurt will talk about his number four. And then Kurt will talk about his number three and I'll talk about my number three and so forth until we get up to number one and where we have the same episode and, and we'll get back into what we've been doing today. Okay. So I guess we are on to what number is this? Number four. You ready to go, Mr. Sal? I suppose so. Okay, ready, set, go. Uh, my number four rated episode is episode three, My Tummy, Your Hurts. This is the, the first episode of the, of the season that I gave a 10 to. And all of my subsequent rated episodes will be 10s. So this is the episode. I always say that Breathe in a Bag is, is a, another one of those songs in the, in the series that I think is among my favorite songs in the series and, and could an argument could definitely be made that it is the best song in the series. Um, it, it's the song that really got me interested in centaur world up to that point. I just, my kids watched it and I ignored it. When I heard breathe in a bag, I couldn't ignore it. It stayed with me and made me think that I probably uh, should pay a little closer attention to this show because it's, it's so I can't possibly in the remaining, you know, minute get into all of the emotional intelligence and mental health pieces of this song, no less the whole episode. Uh, but so suffice it to say that that song, it, I mean, I have pages of notes on it. And if you want more analysis on that song, listen to our coverage of that episode. There's more also to this episode. That's, that's funny. I think comfortable Doug is very funny in this episode. Uh, I think that, you know, the the reason I, I rated this lower than some of the other episodes is because I don't I'm not crazy about all the stuff that goes on with the rest of the herd when they're off when they've separated themselves from the mainland. Uh, Durple Drop doesn't do a whole lot for me. Um, neither does the the cold tar song. So the music, other than breathing a bag, this is not my favorite music in in the season. So that's one of the reasons why I rate this a little bit lower. Um, yeah, uh, but amazing amazing stuff out of glendale in this episode and i'll stop there 156 whoa Darn. i could sense that the time was was nigh you can tell time i have a stopwatch but <laughs> no i'm kidding i don't i don't actually how, how many we have to get in a row at like exactly two minutes which you, that you have to think i'm cheating mr sal like if i got three two minutes exactly no, I would definitely think you're cheating with three, no, maybe even I'm with just, two. No, I've just been practicing. I'll show you right now. I can get two minutes. Easy. Okay. Let's see it. Let's see it. Ready, set, go. My fourth ranked episode of the season is the Hootenanny, the seventh episode, penultimate. Gave it a nine out of ten. The Hootenanny is, I mean, it's a pretty good episode. I gave it a nine, so it's, not, it's definitely not a bad one. But it's, you know, it, it's a nice culmination of the series up until now. We see a lot of the characters and that, you know, it's big deal zulius and splendid uh the stripes or something what, what was their ship name stripes on stripes stripes on stripes that was great i'm glad i was right about that that's that really good to hear but uh, this episode really boils down to we get um a bit of a reunion episode we take that reunion and kind of you know they're all kind of being segregated from each other not forcefully but they're just all you know in their own little groups with their own people you know not celebrating together and whatnot so we we work that in now they're 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 working together here and then you know we, we see the no working in the uh human world and that that whole ending bit going into the finale that that's good too so those are the big highlights to me of just it's, it's a celebration of the series and it's a good ending uh but that's that to me is like the um the main points as to the, you know, the highlights there's past that i'm trying to think there's really too much more uh, like emotional wise, uh, the woman, the woman in the bear tar, really nice to see too. This is how I knew the stock in the bear tar. It was good to buy when he was low. Very happy about that. Um, that investment has paid dividends. That, that was good. Uh, besides that, Mr. Sal, I think, I think that's all I have to say. So anyway, time. One thirty-five. I thought you were going to get to two minutes. What happened? Well, well, Mr. Sal, I know you hate it when I make a lot of noise, but Hey, maybe one day we know we'll have like a heart to heart. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. A nice segue. All right. So I guess you have already moved on to your number three. All right, Kurt, you got another chance to get to two minutes here. Ready, set, go. Uh, 
my third favorite episode of the season. Fifth episode, nine out of ten, bunch of scrunch. Okay. Obviously, that's that's the I referenced the best dad song that a young Durpleton sings to his father, Tony Durpleton, and mother Gerple. something Gerple Durpleton. So those, you know, I, I want a fine family. But this is, I mean, this is a third favorite episode for a good reason. I mean, it's good to see their past. Uh, Zulius still kind of a mystery. That's fine, I guess, because the rest. I can see how seeing this episode and then seeing, like, this episode made me now want to, and I probably will after this recap at some point, because I didn't want this to influence my recap in any way, because I want it to be a first-time watch-through. But this episode makes me really want to rewatch the first one and two episodes, just because now I understand uh, their backstory and all the farts, this, you know, nervousness that Glendale feels, and her all stealing in general, I've probably keyed on better. So that, that, that I'm with. Jebri, he's funny, but I'm now it's the whole game they're doing there, but that's fine. But the backstories are so good. There's, there's so much. I, uh, there's so much to glean from these backstories. Glendale's is, you know, this idea she's a loner. I mean, we see a bit of um, Wama Wink in the beginning, but we've already seen her backstory. Chad, how sad he wants to just be a tulip dancer or stepper or whatever that is. Stomper. I mean, I guess you don't want to be the stomper. Uh, and Turpleton's backstory with his parents. So I. Thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I had my time. One thirty-five. You are very consistent. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm an accurate person, Mister Sal. Oh come on! You well, know better than that. I, you are precise. I, 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 that's that's how my teacher taught me, Mister Sal. You want you want to you want to with that? You want you want to put it up is, with that teacher then? That that is not what your teacher taught. That you. is. I, I'll tell you right now. That's how my teacher taught me. I disagree. I was there. <laughs> 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 so anyway uh all right well i guess i'll move on to my number three then okay ready set go my number three rated episode of the season is episode seven the hootenanny and i gave this episode a 10 out of 10 uh you know i really enjoy the curtain call nature of this this the celebration of the series as a whole that leads up to this really i mean hugely emotional and I, I mean, I, I cry so much at the end of this episode from the time the horse starts singing this song, the Hootenanny Chorale, which it, it was really, you know, this is another song that I, I, I just adore because it, it calls back to so many previous songs. It calls back to uh, Centaur, Centaur World, which is a song from the premiere. It calls back to Hello Rainbow Road, which is a song from the premiere. It calls back to Rider's Lullaby, which is a song from the, from the premiere. It calls back to Fragile Things, which is a song from the second episode. Uh, it, it puts it all together in this beautiful emotional package and then leads right into this, this end of the episode where Horace realizes that what she can do to save her family and she actually turns around and says thank you for being my family. What she can do is to throw herself into the Nowhere King's backstory because she knows that will freeze the Nowhere King and give her friends a chance. Uh, and, and I lose it again. It's, it's a very similar feeling to when a horse kind of turns around and looks at the, at the cliff at, right before she jumps into the whale tar. Um, it, you know what she's going to do and it hits you so hard uh, I just can't help but emote in that moment. But anyway, I, I and I love uh, I love the, that Hootenanny Corral song. It's so, it's so good. So uh, the beginning of the episode is the fun part. The end of the episode is the emotional part. I love that pairing. So this ends up being my third favorite episode of the season. Ten out of ten. Oh, oh yes, 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 indeed. No, I'm, I, like technically, I got, you went over, Mister Sal. You didn't tell me to stop the time. But you okay, were very but, close. See, that see, was worrying me. I think that's better when I don't tell you to stop the time, because no, nah, no, nah. because you I can don't say that. Spend, but I'm already happy about it. Like you I can't. don't want to spend my time saying I end my time. I used all my time the way I wanted. No, to use no, it. you might you, you might have had another minute of stuff to say after that. We don't know because you didn't hey, listen. You know what? I think we can both do a victory lap on this one. How about that? No. Nah. Why? Why I'm can't, not, why can't you not, give me a win? Because why then it makes it detracts from my win. But we can both have our win. win. 
but inflate like that's like if I paid everyone a hundred dollars, money becomes worth less, right? Like that's like if I if, if everyone gets to win, my win means less. So that sounds like you're making an argument against universal basic income. We're not going to have that discussion <laughs> no, on this no, show. <laughs> no. I just want my win to matter, so only I win. It's just supply and demand. That's all it is. That's all it is. I don't like you know, if okay. I gave if I gave everyone like a yacht, no one's going to be buying a yacht as much, right? So like if I <laughs> if everyone does, you know, I just want my win to be special. That's that's all that matters here. You know what? You know what really matters though. What's that, Mister Sam? What really matters is that we move on to number two. That does matter a lot. You are right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, are you ready? I am ready. Okay. Ready, set, go. My number two episode of the season is episode five, Bunch of Scrunch, 10 out of 10. This is the episode, the whole, the episode as a whole that showed me I there is definitely more to the series than I thought there was. I need to watch the series. Um, and it's, I mean, I, I know Kurt mentioned the, the Jebri stuff and the, the the game show stuff that that stuff is whatever i i don't even think about that stuff when i think about this episode because what i'm thinking about is all these backstories that glendale uh is does not feel worthy of anyone's love you know why don't you just leave that's what everyone else does whereas wama winks says to her with unconditional love i don't think your magic is a burden at all uh meanwhile uh ched we see him being bullied by the by the centaurs tm and understand now why horses trigger him the way that they do uh, and why he has always had such a problem accepting horse because she is half horse tar um and of course derpleton i mean you know the the abandonment of of derpleton is heartbreaking it's devastating and then even after the abandonment he still loves his parents and 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 tells his father sings to his father you're the best dad i mean oh it's soul crushing um the the formation of the herd wamaway comes in with the helicopter helicopter mother above us we're your brand new sons and you'll love us so it's it's great but above all the most amazing thing about this episode is that they've given their main character the superpower of empathy Empathy is such a wonderful theme throughout this whole series. And here it is being portrayed as something that gives you power. I, I love it. It's Stop. amazing. Oh, fine. again. What you don't understand uh, is that I was just about to say. I don't know if you were about I, to. I you, well, I don't know, Mr. Sal. How do I know that? Matter, you, I, you know the time I to am, do it. I am. You could have gone for another hour. You could have gone another I, hour. I, I, I could with that with that episode, but <laughs> I, in fact, I kind of did. So you can go back and listen to that if you want. But <laughs> I am perfectly satisfied with that amount of time. Perfectly okay. satisfied. That's fine. You're and, perfectly and satisfied. You're, I'm, you're I'm, satisfied I'm happy because you got cut perfect. off. You went over. It's you went over your time. I didn't. You, Mr. Sal, if I, I didn't did say, not stop you, you would have gone over two minutes. I didn't say anything after you said stop. So well, yeah, but that's what always go. happens. That's part of the rules, right? Like if I didn't mm-hmm. stop you, you would have gone over two minutes. But I'm satisfied with what I said, so okay. I no, I don't have any problem with it. Yeah, that's fine. I, I think I I think we both win. Mm, I don't know. I don't like that. If you well, win, I lose. If, if you could put yourself in my situation, yeah, you'd see that I won. Okay. <laughs> I'm too accurate for them, Mr. Sal. I'm too accurate. Unbelievable. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready for your number two? I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. All right. Ready. Set. Go. My uh, second favorite episode of the season. My first ten. Obviously, the next episode will be a ten, but it's my tummy. Your hurts. The third episode of this season got a ten for me. What a great episode! What a great. Also, Glendale's already. I mean, probably is my favorite character, and. What, a, what this is such a I can't believe this is a children's like TV show in terms of um, some of the stuff in this episode. I mean, same with I guess an episode from last season, but like what they're talking about. I mean, I was, uh, the highlight of this is the whole presentation part, like that is such a good segment of the episode. It's so good, even before I know you know they're dropping things like reaction um, formation and like. Stockholm syndrome they mention and I'm 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 kind of a bit more on the cold tars than I think Mr. Sal is like I'm with them I like the Durple drop I thought it was funny it's like that's all still got me uh, Ched's got his little comedic bits where he's like 
in doing stand up that I thought was pretty funny. So I, I like the humor line in the episode. It hits really well in the emotional themes, especially, I mean, Glendale directly does. I mean, it's funny, obviously, the Elizabeth Holmes reference. That's great. Uh, it's a really good episode. Like, I, I, I love this episode. It is a good one. I, I thought this might be my favorite episode of the season, uh, but then it wasn't. But I still okay. That's fine. You don't need to be the best. You just need to be really good. That's fine. So uh, I think that's all I'll say here. End my time. 135? Seth, <laughs> what's more impressive? <laughs> I'll challenge you right now. What's more impressive? You don't need to be the best. You just need to be best. <laughs> oh, there you go. Even though it's the wrong, even though it's not the right episode. Wrong season. Wrong yeah, season. <laughs> not even the same season. But so uh, I'm sad we never saw Johnny Tea Time again. We did Maybe. one time at the end when Horse becomes a shaman. All the shamans are there. Okay. Well, yeah. I I wanted to see him at like the Hoot Nanny. I know that is disappointing. But yeah, anyway, yeah. how do you feel about that? Like, what, I always kept checking my times. My times have been the range has been, you know negligible yeah yeah it's pretty good anyway though we'll see how i ruin it for this last one but okay well that brings us to the end to the top of the top the cream of the crop number one okay kurt sometimes we use that sound bite sometimes we use the other one where i just say number one but anyway today we use top of the top cream of the crop (laughs) i didn't even put it in yet how did you know <laughs> I'm telling you, that's the one I want. There. Oh, okay, gotcha. I'll be sure. Yeah, I don't want to upset you, okay. Mr. Sal. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Okay, <laughs> ready? Yeah, I'm good. Set. Go. My favorite episode of the season. Uh, very hyped episode. It's the last episode, which kind of unfair because it's kind of four episodes in one, but that's okay. It's really good. The last lullaby. It is. I mean, I. I there's so much in this episode, but I'll, I'll key into one good point of it, which is in order, like, yes, it is almost like it is like a small movie length, you know, episode, but to be willing to introduce a character. Now, the Network King, all we really know what the Network King is, they're a bad person as far as we know, or being, and they have a history with the woman. And that's basically it. That's like everything we know. <laughs> in terms of uh the nowhere king and so to take what we already know about the nowhere king and to you know take the risk of well let's see if we can make them empathize with the nowhere king can we make them you know like and empathize with it and they did a wonderful job with that like to me that was a big risk they did like it is i I think it's a risky thing and they did it and it paid off dividends it's great i love it i mean i made the elk i think the elk's my favorite character of the um episode like i sympathize i yeah, I love it so much. Everything about like the past and the tie-ins. They have references to like even Gary's in there. Uh, it, it's so good, and that's all I'll say. I love my time. Oh, what are you doing? One twenty-two. I, I had to end it early. I didn't want to. I, I just wanted. To, I had to. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. Uh, yeah. I yeah, love discuss the episode I, again now. So go on. Okay. You say your piece. Okay. Well, I, I th- this this is a super special episode to me. Um, I, I almost recommended to you before we started this, you know what, watch the finale and then we'll start <laughs> because, because uh, once you have this for the context of the rest of the series, the rest of the series is just so much richer. I, I just can't say enough good things about this episode. And, and Kurt, you know, you, fo- you focused mainly on the nowhere King. Mm-hmm. and the elk but I, I think there's so much going on with horse and rider and the rest of the herd and this episode that, that is also so worthy and so a special uh you know a, a three of my favorite songs in the season are in this episode it's the, the 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 next thing which is the finale song uh who was she which is the opening song uh and the battle the battle round which is the uh the song where the the, the, they're all singing their own things horse is singing uh her part in fragile things wamoink is singing her part in fragile things glendale sings breathe in a bag uh zilia sings i don't know him 
uh, Derpleton sings, please, sir. And uh, Chad sings uh, Tulip Stepping, well, I guess Tulip Stepping Champion, but it's, uh, the song that it's reprising is my favorite time of day. But at any rate, uh, there's the this episode, I, I caught the last, I don't know, 50 minutes or so out of context. And even out of context, I was in tears through most of the episode. And, and then right after I finished watching that, I, I told my kids, uh, I need to watch every episode of Centaur World. Will you watch them, them again with me? And they were so happy to do that. So uh, this, this episode means a lot to me. Yeah, uh, this is uh, this is a great episode. I kind of I do feel cheaty calling it an episode. Yeah, although a lot of finales do parts. I mean, lost those parts. I mean, they'll do three parts. You know, so yep. it's it's fine. I mean, it's just part of it. Uh, yeah, you know, this is yeah. No, it, it's great. I I I'm trying to think of like a reasonable complaint that I have. I don't. I don't have one. <laughs> yeah, like I don't really have. Yeah, a complaint. Yeah, it's so good. I, 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 I was hooked I, the whole time. It's, it's great. I, I feel like it's so far beyond expectations. Like the, it I, is, it really is. I, I don't think anybody who watches that can say, "Wow, yep, yep, that's that's what I was hoping for." It's yeah. like I knew that was happening. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, predictions for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody, very few people could predict what ha- what would have happened there. But, um, but even like in terms of their level of enjoyment, I, I can't imagine too many people watching that for the first time saying. Yeah, I liked it just about as, th- as much as I thought it would. I, I, I've it so far exceeded my expectations. I can't Im- imagine it not exceeding most people's expectations. But then again, that's showing a lack of empathy on my part. Maybe I need to jump into somebody's backstory to understand that a little bit better. <laughs> I mean, no, but I'd be weary because you could. I forgot what Wombo Wing said. The side effect of that was not her power, but you could ram and seriously hurt someone, Mister Sal, if you don't have that superpower. <laughs> blunt force trauma. Blunt force trauma. <laughs> yes, I'd be weary. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, we and we said plenty about the last lullaby in our last episode. So let's move on and talk about uh, our favorite and least favorite titles and our favorite and least favorite songs. Hmm. Where do I want to start today? I think I want. I think I. I think I want to start with my my least favorite title first, and your okay. least favorite title as well. So our least favorite titles. So we'll go with the titles first. Okay. All right. So uh, let me make a prediction about you. Uh, I predicted that, that you said your least favorite title was Horsatia We Care Beans. I know you hate that title. Okay. That's the only one I've ever heard you complain about. The only other one that, that maybe you might think about is, uh, oh, you know what? Maybe you think Bunch of Scrunch. Bunch of scrunch. Uh, I'm going to stick with Horsatia We Care Beans. You sure? Yep. Okay. Uh, I think so. First of all, I'll, t- I'll tell you right now. Right now, I mean, I think clearly there's a worse title. Like, I hate that title actually. That's probably my second, like, least favorite title. But all heard, all the turd, I don't get it. And I, I don't think you get it either. So I think that's what I you do. Put. You do get it? I, I do oh, get it. But, it back I, but I did, but I did say it was my least favorite title. Oh, wait, wait. Oh. no, then wait, <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> I probably would have changed my answer if you said you got it though. I mean, yeah, never mind. Oh, yeah, I would. I would have guessed that actually. Yeah, never mind. All heard, all the turd. Yeah, that's what you said. <laughs> what is it? What does it mean? You heard. Oh, it's all heard all the time, but all heard all the turd rhymes. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. No, no. I mean, it's my. I, yeah, why? Why is it saying turd instead of heard? Or because it rhyme. It rhymes with heard. I, but it doesn't even sound like. How do you know that says it's supposed to be time? All heard because all that's, the time. That's like that's like that's a thing. thing. Yeah. Okay. All heard all the time. I don't know that. You don't know that. No, I not I, all I, not all heard all the time. It's all fill in the blank all the time. Yeah, I, I mean I guess. Yeah. Like you could have a, a jazz guess, radio station, like all, all jazz, jazz all the time. time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got yeah, I get that. Yeah, that's a bit of a stretch. And why is it like yeah, I really I don't like the title now, even with the explanation. Yeah. It's still my least favorite title. Like, yeah, no, it's, that's good. Yeah, it's, I'm it's, happy I got I got the right answer for the wrong reasons. Oh, that's good. <laughs> well, okay. All <laughs> right. Well, then let's talk about our favorite titles. You want to take a guess at mine first? <sighs> Man, I I'm trying to think right now. What what could you put? So like the Hootenanny? No, you won't do it. 
maybe so either you did a bunch of scrunch my tummy your hurts and man you do like that horse show wig hair joke though like that does that does hit you like you do dig that you're laughing as i say that which i don't know though like are you laughing because i'm going like hmm man i don't know mr sell you gotta could i ask you for a hint uh you can ask me for one okay i formally request a hint declined okay i will request again but with um prudence Oh, well, I decline again with emphasis. Okay, well, I will request once more, but with haste. <laughs> and I will decline with emphaticism. <laughs> okay, I will guess. Horsatia, wig hair, beans. Hey, look at you getting into it. Uh, I'm going to guess that your favorite is My Tummy or Hurts. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you got it. <laughs> uh, a horse issue of big wig hair beans is on my short list, along with my tummy or hurts. But ultimately, I went with the chalk, which is the last lullaby. You went with last lullaby? I like that title. Hmm. The first song we hear in the series is Rider's Lullaby. That was the first lullaby. Yeah, yeah. And then we, and we get a, a, a something of a reprise to it. But it's not even the last song. It's not, but it's okay. It's the last <laughs> lullaby. It's 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 the it's the the last instance of a lullaby for the general Elktar Elk Nowhere King. Darn. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely the other two on my short list were My Tummy or Hurts and Torsation with Care Beans. Okay. I was really I was really hoping I was really I was thinking about shoe hammering and Torsation with Care Beans as my favorite. But I, I was like, ah, no, because the only reason I would do that is is for him to give it his least favorite, because then that would be funny if it was his least favorite and my favorite. But I decided, nah, I'm not going to try to shoe hammer it in there. So had I made it my least favorite, would you have made it your favorite? No, I, oh, I, yeah. I had already. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Well, All right. Show? Yeah. Let's, Balls in your court talk, now. Let's talk about our least favorite song. Uh, I, man, what the heck is your least favorite song going to be? Uh, Privilege. It's, it's got to be your least favorite song. I because... hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I utterly despise you. Well, actually, uh, the title of the song is, I didn't realize this. Griffin told me this. is the, It's the power of privilege. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But, I looked it up. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It is, yeah. It's the power of privilege. And that was my least favorite. Man, I yep. hate you so much. <laughs> I utterly despise you. That was, okay. I mean, that was pretty easy. Don't say that. Don't say it was easy. Say say I mean, it took a lot of skill. Say it took a lot of skill. Tell me was, that was hard for you. Okay, fine. That was it was really tough. That didn't help me. I thought that would help, but it didn't. It hurts. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you would have said. Like the thing is, uh, wait, what episode did you? you know, we just did our rated. You complained about one of the episodes, like songs. Uh like yeah, apples don't have any holes. Is the hootman? No, was it? All heard all the turd. Darn it. I wish I could listen back to the episode we just did. And then I could know uh-huh. which one you just criticized. No, it was your my tummy your hurts. You only liked the okay. You 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 did note that you didn't like the cold tar song. I mean, yeah, screw it. It's a stretch. The cold tar song. Nah. Okay. I no, it's it's Crandy's watching you. Oh, from the <laughs> all heard all oh, the turd. God, yeah. Oh, I can't. <laughs> I just can't with Crandy. Crandy's too much for me. Uh, was was the was the Coulter song like given in contention? Uh, yeah, if it, yeah, it, that that would probably be on the short list. Yes. Okay, it's on the short uh, list. Yeah, Crandy's watching. Like Crandy is to me what Melangela is to you. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah, I'm not a big fan <laughs> of Melangela. I don't like Melangela. All right. Well, favorite song. I mean, I'd be shocked if your favorite song is not "Breathing a Bag." So that I. The end of discussion. Breathe in a bag is your favorite song. Breathe in a bag is your favorite song. Okay. Uh, is Breathe in a bag your favorite song? Maybe. It's on the short uh, list. Okay. It's on my short list as well. But is it your favorite song? No. Oh, darn it. It's mine. <laughs> it's mine. Um, my favorite song. Why is that an eight? Sorry. Uh, listeners don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was supposed to be an asterisk because you have to push the shift on the eight if you want the asterisk. Anyway, um, it's the next thing. It's it's the the finale song, the very last song. Let's see. So, so what are some of our short lists? So, I liked the Elktar's like last song. I liked the yep. the battle song. I liked Portal Tummy and Me, and I liked the Best Dad. Ah, uh, yes. And and sure. on my short list was oh the next thing Battle Round, the Hootenanny Corral. Breathe in a bag and Becky Apples. Battle Round and Becky Apples are two that are probably like right after my short list. I do like yeah. those songs. Those are those are terrific songs. Yeah. Becky Apples to me is the funniest song in the series. It's pretty funny, especially when Wama Wink acknowledges the fact that she's angry at the wrong person. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. And I do, I do really love the line. And her name is Becky Apples because, uh, of course, it is. <laughs> I just, I just think that's hysterical. Anyway, all right. Well, Kurt, that that's it. That's that's all we have. That's all we have for Centaur World, except for my long form, <laughs> uh, an essay ish thing. Well, is there I'm, anything? I'm... Is there anything you would like to say in conclusion of Centaur World? <sighs> I'm, I'm happy I watched it. Right, it was it was a it was a good recommendation, but it was a risky recommendation. It was a good recommendation, though. It it paid off, I guess, in terms of I actually didn't end up enjoying it. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy to have watched it, and uh, that's that's all I have to say. Okay, well, I'm gl- I'm glad that it that the risk paid off because I I was very nervous about this recommendation. So oh, I know you were. <laughs> I hemmed and hawed about it a lot. Oh, you did? You're like, oh, should, should we do Centaur World? I mean, I don't want to. No, it's not too Centaur World. Oh, but we, we could, though. We could. But no, we shouldn't. I mean, it's. it's, a, it's a... Anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad we did. I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad, too. I liked it. Yeah. I'm glad, too. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. All right. Well, if you would indulge me the next few minutes, I, I'd. I've. This, this series means a lot to me. And I, so I put together this essay that I, that I want to share with you and with the listeners. So when I watched the first episode of Centaur World with my kids, I was only mildly entertained by another bright, loud, quick cut, sugar-coated, bubblegum animated series. Why then did I ever choose to cover the series on our podcast after covering such universally revered shows as The Leftovers, Lost, Ozark, Russian Doll, Dexter, and Black Mirror. Well, it all started with Glendale, in full motivational speaker mode, recommending that the cold tars breathe in a bag as a coping mechanism to help them deal with anxiety and existential fear. I had walked in on my sons, Griffin and Hugo, watching this episode, and I couldn't quite pull myself away. Lyrics like, Sometimes we hide from the scary things by trying to side with those very things. And the world can be cruel and depraved and you're struggling under its weight. Just remember you're not alone when you think life's a drag. Resonated in my brain, like Glendale's ever-present drive to steal must resonate in hers. Was there more to this series than the bright colors and sparkle blinkies that pervade it? I was somehow able to forget about Centaur World when I again walked in on my kids watching it. This time, it was Bunch of Scrunch that grabbed my attention. The idea of a character being able to jump into and observe other characters' backstories was unlike any superpower I had come across in entertainment before. Did the creators of the show really give their protagonist the power of empathy? What a message. Empathy is a superpower. Could there be anything more powerful than the ability to understand, really understand your fellow human or centaur? Having recently started mental health counseling myself, Bunch of Scrunch caught me at just the right time. Here was an animated family musical that was calling attention to the importance of understanding why we do what we do instead of just blaming each other for doing things differently. It was stressing the importance of understanding each other's past, the importance of understanding each other's trauma. I became simultaneously grateful 
that my children were receiving this message and growingly interested in exploring the series on a deeper level. My point of no return was when I woke up one weekend morning and the kids were about 20 minutes into the last lullaby. I sat right down on the couch with them and watched, mesmerized, as the terrifying, seemingly irredeemable Nowhere King was humanized when Horace learned about the pain and suffering that made him the nightmare that he became. She learned about his why. I strive to seek out portrayals of non-binary morality in entertainment, especially family entertainment. It's so important to me that my children grow up understanding that people are not simply good or evil. To quote another one of my favorite pieces of youth entertainment, Lemony Snicket's A Series of Unfortunate Events, people aren't either wicked or noble. They're like a chef's salad with good things and bad things chopped and mixed together in a vinaigrette of confusion and conflict. And rarely have I seen that vinaigrette of confusion and conflict on such prominent display in family entertainment as I did in the Nowhere King. By the time Horace proclaimed, she is flawed, she's still learning. She is odd, but she's yearning still to be better. I was crying, not just weeping. I was cuddling with my family, the one that my wife and I had created, my herd, and full-on sobbing more than just French frustration tears. I had to do a Centaur World deep dive. I bought the soundtrack and listened to all the songs every day with my kids. At breakfast time, on the way to school, on the way home, at dinner time, at bedtime, we listened. I knew the lyrics to every song out of context before I ever saw most of them in an episode. From there, the kids and I watched until I had soaked in every beautiful, silly, tragic, emotional moment of this series that has come to mean so much to my family and to me. I was moved as I watched the herd set off together for the first time, leaving the safety of Wamawink's magical dome, this new found family that would become as much of a family as any biological family. The concept of found family was prevalent as the herd discovered that what they want and what they need are not always the same things. It was ever present as they stepped outside of their comfort zones individually and as a group, all for the sake of each other. This found family was there for each other, even when they hit rock bottom and gave up, even when they had to put their own desires aside for the sake of another member of the herd. They proved that blood was not required to make a loving family. Meanwhile, the shared experience of watching Centaur World together was bringing my own family closer together. Griffin and I regularly exchanged German-accented, comfortable dog quotes. Hugo and I would belt out, I am stronger when I trust my family, as we sang along to the next thing. They both have taken to calling me Daddleton and I to calling them my Sunneltons. Eventually, we even recruited my wife into the fandom and did yet another watch through. Now we all wear our Centaur World t-shirts to school on Fridays. Griffin, of course, wears his comfortable Doug t-shirt proclaiming, none of us are comfortable until we are all comfortable. Hugo wears his stabby shirt with a sign on it that says, Daddletons and Sunneltons only. Leslie wears her Wamawink surprised face t-shirt, and I wear my t-shirt portraying horse and rider, nose to nose, the emotional core of the series, two parts of one whole. And now I've had the opportunity to podcast about this entire series, and I can't express to my co-host, Kurt, how grateful I am that he was willing to take this journey through the series with me. Not only do I enjoy and appreciate the insights that he has had to offer, but I also love understanding the series on a deeper level through our more intellectual discussions. Most importantly, however, it felt crucial to me to have the shared experience of this series with my whole family, and Kurt is family to me. So folks, as you can tell, my gratitude toward this series runs deep. I feel more 
emotionally intelligent having seen it. I feel better equipped to maintain my own mental health, health and to help others with theirs. And I feel closer to my family, my biological family and my found family. So if you would indulge me to quote Centaur World just one final time, because I think this sums up all the themes of found family, empathy, non-binary morality, mental health, emotional intelligence, despair and hope that make me love this series so much. We are all just fragile things, soft and small. And oh, I know that life is full of suffering and pain, but all the broken can find hope in the most unexpected places. Love still binds us, family finds us, even if we can't make out their faces. Thank you for taking this journey through Centaur World with us, folks. And thank you to Megan Nicole Dong for creating this important series.